Welcome to the Relax and Go podcast, episode six, The Comfort Zone. Welcome to the Relax and Go podcast. This is your host, TJ Woodbury. Today in episode six, we're talking about the comfort zone, what it is, why it's a trap, and what you can do to try to leave it. When people hear the term comfort zone, they're quite often thinking about sitting at home on their couch and watching TV or playing some kind of game or even just scrolling through Facebook. But the comfort zone is much more menacing than that. The comfort zone is actually the space where you're not doing anything towards achieving any of the goals you've laid out for yourself. You are basically just moving towards nothing. So the comfort zone can be you're at work. It can be in a class that you're just treading water. It can be anywhere where you've achieved a degree of uh, contentment and a degree of comfort where there's nothing really bad going on that you have to attend to, nor is there anything positive or uh, meaningful that you're working towards. It's almost like you're just kind of spinning your wheels. And that's that's kind of where the comfort zone is. You're in this place where you're not moving forward, you're not falling back, but you're there. And this is the place where your brain, quite frankly, wants to be. You see, one of your brain's primary processes, one of its main goals, its primary directive, if you will, is to keep you safe. So anything that can cause your brain to experience some stress Anything that could uh, involve some danger, and we're not just talking about physical danger, we're, we're talking about the danger of embarrassment or some kind of social anxiety. Anything that could cause unwanted stress to be placed on you, your brain has a natural aversion to say, no, I, I don't want to do that. Now, of course, there are some people out there that are high uh, energy people, high thrill-seeking people that do that, for, but for most of us, Anything that involves a uh, above-average degree of risk, we are very hesitant to do that, and that is our comfort zone. So you really aren't moving forward. You're not getting any extra effort. You're just staying there, and your brain is happy doing that. Your brain is safe. You're in an environment that's safe and predictable and comfortable. So there requires a bit of effort to even think about trying to get out of it. And this is why it's a trap. Your brain wants to stay there. Your brain likes the predictability, the structure, the overall feeling of, hey, I don't have to worry about all this stress. There are a large number of people who don't want to go someplace new to eat because they don't know the menu. And that causes some stress. And the brain goes, no, no, no. Go to the restaurant we always go to, and we'll get that thing we always get because it's comfortable, it's predictable, it's a known commodity. And that's why the comfort zone is so hard to leave. Because as soon as you start putting stress in your life, as soon as work starts getting difficult, our brain wants to default to the comfort zone. It wants to go back to where everything was going okay and everything was predictable and safe. Because you've experienced stress at work or stress at home, and it wants to get back to the comfort zone as quickly as possible. So we typically make very predictable decisions 
when we're stressed, we eat the same things, we drive the same way to work, we wear the same clothes because our brain doesn't have the a desire to really change it up that much. So there is a trap to being in the the comfort zone and you really to to get out of it you kind of have to have a reason you know that when you are where you are you will stay where you are unless you begin to change things so if you like your job and even if there is opportunities for advancement but you're not willing to take on those opportunities your brain's completely okay with that because if you took on the opportunities there's a chance you could fail. There's a possibility, though albeit remote, that you may not be able to achieve the job that you've taken on or the extra responsibility you've taken on, and you could fail. And your brain would rather be safe and not take the risk than fail at something that it, it wanted to do. So it will avoid that. And I see that in the classroom all the time with, with kids or even with athletes where they probably could get the A, but the A would require a huge commitment of effort. And they're not sure they want to give that effort because if they give that effort and they get it, now there's the expectation they have to keep giving that effort. And many kids, students in general, would rather just take the B and tell themselves they're giving best effort and tell everybody, including their parents, that they're giving best effort. But, but really, they're not. They're not giving best effort. They're working hard enough to stay inside the comfort zone because going after the A in a difficult class, an AP class, or even you know some kind of graduate level class requires a huge amount of work and there's no guarantee for success. And your brain whispers, come back to the comfort zone. It wants you to stay in the comfort zone. Come on back. Don't try to do that. That's That's not for you. Come back to where it's safe and predictable and we don't have to worry about any of that other stuff. And that's really why it's a trap, because once you're in it, it becomes even harder to get out of it because your brain doesn't want to go out of it. So it really does take a, a certain level of motivation for you to uh, be motivated to move out of the comfort zone. You need a goal that, that can do this. You need a goal that can help you get out of the comfort zone. And, and quite frankly, if there's a goal you have that doesn't motivate you to come out of the comfort zone, then you need a new goal. You need to go back and listen to episode five on how to set up smart goals to move you out of the comfort zone. Because if your goal doesn't energize you, then you need a new goal. If your goal doesn't uh, give you the energy to come and get it and, and to achieve it, then your goal is either too easy and you're not willing to try, or it's too hard, and you're still not willing to try, you need to find that sweet spot of setting up goals. So how do we get out of this trap? How do we break the, the vicious cycle of the comfort zone where we, we talk about wanting to get out and we want to get a better grade or get the promotion or uh, have a better performance or a better time at our race? How do we get out of it? And it takes a certain level of courage. You know, as uh, Admiral William McRaven said in his YouTube speech about making your bed, and if you haven't watched that, I highly recommend you go on YouTube and uh, take a look. It's about 20 minutes of the, uh, you know, why you make your bed. And he's a retired Navy SEALs commander, 
and he lists some things that he learned in the seals and uh very very much worth your time and effort if you haven't watched it already and uh the two things that are really powerful from that among the whole thing the whole thing is is totally worth the 20 minutes the first of those is make your bed every day because you want to start your day with something successful and making your bed is an easy thing to do and it starts your day off on the right foot and that's that's very powerful i like that a lot the other thing is uh be the sugar cookie and what he's referencing is that during inspection in the navy seals if your uniform is slightly out or your bunk is out or your uh your footlocker isn't organized correctly they make you go in full uniform and go out and run onto the beach and roll around in the sand and they uh, refer to it as being a being a sugar cookie and he said no matter how perfect you were no matter how right everything you did everybody had to be a sugar cookie at some point so get used to it get used to being uncomfortable you know when i was coaching i would tell my athletes that you know you need to be comfortable being uncomfortable you have to be willing to do it you have to you know embrace the suck as uh, some people reference it occasionally that it's going to be difficult no matter what it is you're seeking there's going to be barriers there's going to be walls that you have to get over or around or under you know whatever it takes and you have to be willing to grind it out and do the work and embrace the sucky part of going after this goal and, and be the sugar cookie so because no matter how well you're doing it even if you're doing it perfectly there is going to be a grind to it because the area outside of your comfort zone requires more work it requires you to do things you may not have done before and this is your brain saying oh we don't want to do that that could fail that'll never work and you have to be willing to be brave a little bit and embrace the suck or you'll never leave the comfort zone and if you never leave the comfort zone there's never going to be uh, any change there's never going to be a promotion you know your grades will be good but not good enough you may get into a couple of the schools you apply to but not all of them your sat your act or your gre for grad school will be okay but not great because you just weren't willing to leave your comfort zone and do things you hadn't done before and you know i can tell you from experience i have so many students in my classroom who their comfort zone is the way they used to study in middle school and i've got you know multiple periods a day full of really really smart kids whose study habits have always been very weak as a as a population obviously i have exceptions to to all of it but their study skills have always been a little weak because they've just never had to use them and when i show them their first test grade or they look at their first average they don't understand how to make it better they don't have the skill set to embrace it and when i lay out i said well look maybe you need flashcards you got to read the book take notes while you read reference you know videos with it there's a ton of videos on all these major topics and get the information from multiple sources their test scores show me that they're just not willing to change they won't leave their comfort zone of their old study habits to get better and that's what we're talking about here that's why you have to leave your comfort zone because if you don't leave your comfort zone you're never going to improve and it's as true for athletes as well if you aren't willing to try new things if you aren't willing to 
stretch or change your nutrition or emphasize sleep episode two, and you're not willing to change your practices, you will be stuck in the comfort zone. Your, your brain says, no, 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 this is predictable. I like this. I don't want to change it. Well, how are you going to improve as an, as an athlete if you don't change what you do? If you don't maximize uh, your drill time, if you don't maximize your practice time, if you're not doing things uh, not necessarily different, but maybe doing those same things better and leaving your comfort zone to do that or going out on a, on a, a limb and taking a risk at practice. You know, I would totally advise trying new things at practice versus trying to do it uh, when competition comes around. But you got to leave your comfort zone at practice, too. You know, if if you want to get better, you're going to have to win some of the conditioning workouts. And for some people, that that hurts. They don't want to do that. That That's a level of pain they're not willing to accept. If, if coach doesn't jump on their case because they're middle of the pack, then they're okay being middle of the pack. And that's, that's living in the comfort zone. And how, how much better could the team be if everybody on the team was willing to leave their comfort zone? If everybody on the team was willing to do a little more than what they normally do, than what they're comfortable doing. If, if everybody on the team was willing to commit to getting eight to nine hours of sleep a night. If everybody on the team was willing to uh, give maximum effort during the conditioning, that would be that would be great. Coaches all over the the country would be celebrating because people are doing all those little things. And sometimes those little things are well outside of the comfort zone. So how do you leave it? What are the, the steps that you can take to get out of the comfort zone? Well, that really depends on you, the individual. Some people will take it very slowly. They'll introduce one different thing this week, and then they will introduce a second thing in week two, whether it's, you know what, I'm going to this week get my homework done early and go to bed early. That's that's not normal for me. That's not what I normally do. That is well outside my comfort zone because I'm usually up till midnight on social media, you know, or I'm going to, you know, borrow my parents' alarm clock and leave the phone out of my room so I'm not getting woken up at three o'clock in the morning by some random text or somebody who wants to finally start their homework. You know, leave your comfort zone by doing something new, something different, something that you and your coach and your parents agree would be for your overall best interest as a student or student athlete. And then try to make those behaviors or that one behavior a habit. And then next week, now that that first one is practiced, add a second one. And before you know it, you have a new comfort zone. Before you know it, you're your comfort zone involves these new, better habits. And then, you know, even if you stay in your comfort zone, you're better than you were. But you now you've learned how to take those steps just with practice and, and, and don't expect it to be an overnight cure. It's, you've got habits you need to break and it's going to take some effort and there probably will be some setbacks for you to develop these new habits. So, so be disciplined in how you approach that. Understand that it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to uh, change overnight, but just change that one habit. Even if it's committing to go to bed by 11 o'clock, which we know for most teenagers, 11 o'clock is the kind of the biology time that their brain wants to start downshifting. And, you know, even if it's, you know, 11 o'clock or I, I would recommend the way we know sleep works at 1030, turn off the phone, 
start a process of going to sleep, pack your bag for the next day because that all those little easy things you can do to lessen your stress. Pack your bags, put your you know, phone away, in bed, lights out, 11 o'clock, and it may take you a little bit to fall asleep because you're breaking some of those old habits. But you'll find fairly quickly your body will get used to a new routine. And again, from our sleep podcast, we know how much better that is for your uh, immune system and your overall brain functioning. So whether it's sleep or practice effort or academic effort or whatever it is, you know, pick a small goal that you can change today that is not normal, that is not in your normal habits, and modify it. And then once you have made that behavior what you do, now you can start adding newer ones at your comfort, you know, at, at your own pace and, and you know, leaving the comfort zone in, in little spurts. And before you know it, you'll have a brand new comfort zone with new behaviors that will probably show better athletic performance, better academic performance, and overall, better uh, habits. And then once that becomes your new normal, you can grow from that comfort zone onto even better results academically and athletically. So start out with some baby steps, build little changes, commit to making those changes. You may have two good days followed by a bad day. That's not a reason to quit. Put three good days in and then maybe a bad day and then commit to doing four good days before a bad day and and be disciplined and practiced with that. And then once that behavior has become the new normal, your comfort zone has now improved which we should see a change in your athletic performance and your academic performance. So make it very, very easy. Pick one or two things at max to modify and uh, elevate your comfort zone that way. Thank you for listening today to the uh, Relax to Go podcast, episode six on leaving the comfort zone. Uh, Hope you found something useful today. If you did, uh, leave a message on Facebook that... uh, you found something here of benefit, I'm at uh, Relax and Go on, on Facebook, or shoot me an email at relaxandgocoach at gmail.com. Again, if there's uh, future topics you're interested in and other things you'd like me to discuss or dive deeper into in terms of uh, performance psychology, both for sports and or uh, academic, uh, if you want me to do one on best practices for studying, you know, shoot me a note, let me know, I'll move it up in the queue. I plan to do one of those at some point, but if you'd like it to be a little sooner, let me know. And, you know, the more demand I get, the sooner that one will happen. So if you're going to leave your comfort zone, it does take a little bit of bravery from you, but it doesn't have to be scary. You can do a little bit at a time. Before you know it, your comfort zone will be uh, elevated because you were brave enough to make those positive changes. So until we uh, meet again, just relax and go.